Welcome to my existential life crisis. This is a podcast about how pop culture helps me deal. I'm your host, Russell Heiss, and joining me today is my good friend, Jan Parati. Hey, Russell. Thank Hi. you so much for having me. It's so good to see you. Yeah. This is take two because we messed up on take one for some bizarre reason. So <laughs> this this whole podcast uh, stuff is uh, 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 fun and bizarre and strange and all the fun stuff that comes along with it. It's a digital medium. We can do as many takes as we want. We can. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess my honesty is uh, a little faulty because I, <laughs> I have to... I have to just share it all. It's all got to come out. I, I can't keep anything secret. Sure. So today's topic is why men in their 40s can't make new friends. So you thought of people you knew who didn't have any friends. So you invited me on. No. I appreciate that. What, what, what's really fascinating, I think, <laughs> you, you got plenty of friends, I'm sure. <laughs> I I love and value you and your opinions and on uh, our discussions our conversations are always extremely stimulating and very mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. And and that's I felt like you were the perfect person to talk about this topic with. I appreciate that. I you know, I'm joking and teasing you but um yeah, it's uh it's personal. It's a personal topic and it's something that I think about. Um uh and th those conversations have come up, like, with fr friends of similar ages. And, um, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel, I do feel isolated, and I don't think it's just because of the pandemic. Interesting. That's a perfect way to put it, is isolated. And, um, <clears throat> well, we're both um, husbands and fathers. Yeah. So we've got kids. We've got partners that we want to support both emotionally and financially as much as we can mm. right so i feel like part of this is a uh, a role in which we focus more on our family yes for you know the first however many years it takes for the family to feel safe and established and the kids are taken care of um back when my kids were uh pretty young um i don't know four or five somewhere around there mm -hmm. maybe just starting school i can't remember uh i was going to the gym and i went like uh three days a week or something of the sort and uh my oldest when I went, like, behavior was worse at school. So I was not there for bedtime. Mm. And our bedtime routine was pretty important. Yeah. So I was, I, I missed those days. And so the behavior at school was really kind of bizarre. Hmm. Not, like, horrible, but just, like, they would act up. And I was like, okay, well, then I guess I don't go to the gym. Yeah. I mean, it's a great excuse not to go to the gym. <laughs> It's one of the good ones. Right. Yeah. That's one of the best ones. I can't, I've my with. family. Right. So I've, I've thought a lot about it and how maybe it's kind of self-imposed in, in some ways. And then it becomes mm -hmm. like actualized in reality. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, we're busy. Uh, you know, 
there's a lot of things to do. And when we're overscheduled, we, um, we have to prioritize and it's gotta be, well, yeah, we choose to, to prioritize our family, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I hope I'm not, um, drawing a line between those who have families and those who don't. But right. I, I do feel like, call me out if I'm wrong, but I do feel like those of my friends who are not married or don't have kids tend to have uh, an easier way and time of making new friends and meeting new people. I mean, I don't know. I'm the only other person in the room here right now, and so that, that's my same experiences what what you're talking about and so i i'm not sure um well i I have done a little bit of reading and thinking about this and i don't think it's solely because of our family our families force us to be uh you've read about this yeah i i did i did read like a there's a pretty seminal um Convert or posting uh, by someone named Billy Baker. Mm-hmm. He's a writer for the Boston Globe, and um, his this is the exact topic. Like, and and so part of this uh, has to do with like, um, like psychologists talk about this is like sometimes when people, uh, well, the way males are raised, and this idea of uh, vulnerability, and um, and so there's a level of uh, risk and vulnerability you have to have to be making new friends in particular yeah um and uh it's (laughs) generally speaking it's not something that men are are uh, comfortable doing and feeling and uh willing to to be in that vulnerable spot wow um so so there's some like male psychology things happening there so it's not just the we're busy, but, you know, I think if we're putting a fine point on it and thinking about, uh, like, my experience, I, you know, there's some things that I want to be doing, but I need to help with dinner, pack, packing the lunches for yeah. school tomorrow. Or, um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, all those things. Well, but let's, I, I'm really glad you, you, you just made, you, you mentioned something that I feel like is really important. Um to acknowledge and uh, and and a couple things really so like the male um what did you call it the male uh you're so much i don't more remember eloquent See, with words than i am uh, <laughs> the, the male fragility or male like vulnerability, vulnerability yeah. right so we have to kind of be tough in some ways so we we are not allowed to share certain emotions shout out to Brene brown the vulnerability queen if you're not familiar with her you should Check her out. She's got a net a Netflix thing. Oh, I need to. I'm gonna check it out. She's awesome. I like that. Okay. Yeah. But you mentioned something that um, you know, I I help out with from time to time, and probably not as often as I should. Is the the, the helping get the kids lunches together mm. for school? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we're taking things back to like classic male sense, like many men don't, yeah. or maybe many. Didn't. Didn't, I should say. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, part of the, um, part of the change might be 
and and I'm like totally flying off the cuff here. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. And there's no scripts here, people. We're just chatting. <laughs> this is me suppositioning, supposing, or uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, smart words. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe part of it is that um, we we care, and I know that men and fathers do care. I feel like part of that problem that we that we've run into in in our generation here uh is that garage door garage door (laughs) (laughs) i just helped my son get a moped running and uh he cannot stop riding that thing i wouldn't blame him what a what a dream (laughs) it's so fun anyway so uh you know so many so many men are are kind of like you know, trained to be tough and trained yeah. to, you know, do, do whatever it is. That they, and I've totally lost my train of thought here. I, I, it was about like, oh. you know, the fact that we we're willing to take care of our family. Yeah, gender roles, gender what we roles. were, what used to be doing, we're transitioning. You got it. Mm-hmm. You got it. Exactly. Gender roles. That's, that's, that's the phrase um, where we want to help our partners out. Yeah. We want to be there. And not leave them hanging, which is, you know, we're sitting in a room that I built that is essentially like an homage to, like, Russell. Yeah. You know, there's Captain Jean-Luc Picard standing up, staring at us, arms crossed. I like to think he's looking at me uh, in, in a proud way, but... It could be a a knowing or judging way, disappointing <laughs> look. I don't know. Anyway, we do have miles to go. I don't think we've arrived at like equity and 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 those sorts of like. Right. Yeah. I agree one thousand percent. But I feel like a lot of people like uh, that I like you myself. Um, we we um, we see where help is needed and we go that help it doesn't matter whether or not that was traditionally a, a woman's yeah. role or a man's role it just it gets done we help get it done so i don't know and i lost all of my train of thought from the garage door but anyway <laughs> um i you know I've, I've tried to make new friends and uh, a few years ago i made a friend that i thought was um uh kind of cool and but i think i feel like like as a as an adult, I've seen enough BS to mm. like know what I want out of a friend yeah. and what I don't want out of a friend. Yeah. And so like certain things that would creep up that would bug me, I ignored. Yeah. And then it just kept building and building and I'm like, Well, clearly you're not like the friend hmm. I was hoping you might be. Yeah, this was not that long ago. <laughs> so your expectations uh, uh, of a friend are like you're more either aware or demanding, or I maybe maybe more aware. You know, we <clears throat> there are certain things that don't get joked about. You know, things uh, that are off the table. Things that are off the table. Okay, and I feel like suicide is a thing that you don't joke about. Okay. Even in passing. Right. Um, I did. Did you you know you know about? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. I'm up to so, speed on that. Right. So we don't um, 
we don't joke about it. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's not something you say like, if I had that, I'd kill myself, or right. whatever. Like, if I did that, I, you know, I feel like there are, and and I don't know, is this like me being too sensitive? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, that's not me affirming. I'm just, I'm, I'm listening. Right, but but that's my like, I, is this me being too sensitive type thing? Mm. Because it's close to home, or is it just like being proper? I don't know. Yeah. You know, like I feel like there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of things that can kind of get poked fun at and right. you know that was something that I don't know that I even made fun of it before it was something that was close to home. Yeah. So anyway, that that wasn't necessarily the the straw or camel's back, but the fact that um you know, that was kind Put of on the list. Did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that makes me think about um, we have, uh, you know, like <laughs> it feels like work. That relationship feels like work. Mm. And, um, you know, like we have to forgive and we have to like let some things go. Or maybe we don't have to let some things go and we just like don't be friends. Um, you know, like, like, oh my gosh. like maybe we, like, maybe it's because we have that option and, and we don't feel like compelled or, or really committed that it's, it's, uh, it, they, they fizzle out because we, I don't know, we don't want to do the work maybe because we don't have time or maybe because it's that difficult emotional conversation that you have to have with your friend. Like, yeah, I don't like it when you joke about suicide and rather than, having that conversation we're just like yeah i'm just gonna like chill in this dope room that i built for myself (laughs) well he did help here a little bit um (laughs) (laughs) thank you it looks great friend with with only the insulation i did everything else (laughs) (laughs) but you just you brought something up that i hadn't even considered we work hard on our on our relationships right so so if there's something my wife and i yeah we are we try to be extremely open and communicative about how we're feeling. And I think that perhaps we don't give certain friendships an opportunity. At least I don't know that I necessarily did because the person I'm uh, uh, referring to right now or, or thinking about, I never called him up and said, Hey man, <laughs> I don't like it when you do this. Mm-hmm. It hurts my feelings. That's weird between two dudes, though, right? Like, I I can't think of a lot of times. Like, it's only come up when it's like really stressful with the friendship. Yeah. Um, like, and my, maybe an old friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But not something. I'm willing new. to and in, keep invested in this thing because yeah. I've known this person for thirty years. Yeah. Oh wow. I think <laughs> we just like opened this nut up. Like we're here. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's um yeah, it's a real thing. I mean uh, yeah, I, I mean again, there's a lot of like ex- external things that's going on that sure. like that that affect these things, but um you know, it's like you, you know, it's hard to have that conversation with your partner. Yeah. And, and like you want to continue to have those feelings and those conversations with someone else. Sometimes we think about this friendship as like, we don't have to do that. We can just be 
listen to music together and yeah. and and be fine. But then, what kind of friendships do we want to have? Right. Well, I think <clears throat> I think what really opens things up is that the travel aspect. You know what do you mean? Well, if you you have a friendship, uh-huh. you make a new friend. You're like, let's go camping. Okay. You go camping, <laughs> and realize that well, the music you want to listen to is not what they want to listen to on the ride. Okay. Right. Okay. Or like, there's some compromising happening. There's compromising and it's, it's the music can like really make or break a road trip. You've got this vision of you and your buddy listening to the playlist that you made with the windows down and the dogs in the back and it's perfect scenario. Right. Metal, (laughs) rap, Whatever, like, you know, like it's road trip music. You don't want to like, I mean, I like acoustic as much as all the next guy. But, you know, when you're on the road trip with the dude. And they bring the the Pavarotti's right. uh, Verde movement number seven. And you're like, no. Is that is that real? I just made that up. That's okay. pro- that's, I'm in the neighborhood, I think. Uh, but Pavarotti is a. Opera singer, right? Yeah, I think Verdi is an opera writer. I'm in the neighborhood. Vivaldi? Verdi is green. It's true, but I think there's a composer (laughs) named Verdi. Giuseppe Verdi. Oh, my gosh. Giuseppe. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) It's a great name. (laughs) Solid name. Joseph in Italian. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. did not know that. I like it more now. Yeah. I really like that. Isn't that great? Yeah, so... You know, I, th- I feel like, um, you know, you really get to know somebody a bit more. Yeah. When you do like an overnighter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the word when you like clean yourself? Uh, <laughs> Something habits. Hygiene. Hygiene. There you go. Yeah. Hygiene. Hygiene. That's important. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, wow. You know, I don't know. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah, that's That weird. person... You don't do that? That person doesn't floss? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe brush your... Don't brush your teeth like every... every brush your teeth like th- three times a week or something. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I feel like we... At, 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 you know, once you hit like 30... I'm going to say 33. 33. Once you hit 33. You, most, many, not most, but many people are established, kind of settled. Yeah. Figure out what you're doing with yourself. Uh, and I don't know. I feel like maybe that might play a role in it, too. Because once once we kind of, like, settle in and we find our groove, we're working within that groove. <clears throat> And uh, what I like a lot about um, you, Jan, and 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 some of the ways that we both think is that um, we can change. Oh yeah, I you know? I hope so. You know, change change is important, and we are consistently reflecting inwardly about our own uh, thoughts and behaviors, and uh, how to better improve ourselves. Yeah. Uh, to find that that 
groove of happiness that we want to be in on that turntable of life. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I like to think of myself as somebody who can change and grow and adapt to new and different situations. And I just don't know that I've found that with adapting to making and maintaining and keeping new friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anytime you're doing that, it's it's all in, inner work. It's all work that you're doing for, like, what's going on inside of you. Like, um, yeah, it's... Uh, there's also this idea that it makes me think of is this like idea of about uh, acceptance and accepting ourselves and uh you know non-judgmental being gentle with ourselves and and um uh and but also giving that same uh generosity and and uh acceptance to the people around us and uh that's again a difficult thing to do mm -hmm. and you know there's this idea i have about as you grow older um it feels like the less things you're willing to put up with like i think about Same like thing. you know like you you meet like that that old grandfather or grandmother and they're just going to say whatever is on their mind and it does not matter and we sort of celebrate that and it's kind of really refreshing to hear that that honesty but it's also pretty abrasive and and difficult mm -hmm. to be around after a while so um i mean paying attention to that and uh you know maybe wanting to slow walk that <laughs> that in I don't know if it's an and I don't believe it's an inevitability. I'm sort of joking, but um, uh, but yeah, this this idea that like I'm maybe I should sort of put up with people and and just f f you know accept that that person is how they are. Maybe that would help. I don't know. Cultivate, not cultivate. Maintain. Keep. I don't know. Anyway, you mentioned something that I really, I think about consistently. So when I was younger at church, um, I would walk around with my hands in my pocket. Uh, and some of the old men would grab my hands and pull them out. And, and I hated it. Yeah, that seems, a, that seems pretty... Um, so uh, we... Violating. We, yeah, it's kinda, it, it is. It is. Weird. Um, it is. It, it drove me nuts. And, uh, well, I mean, back, so our listeners know that I'm Mormon mm -hmm. and, or a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. Sorry, <laughs> forgive me. Uh, so Adam is as well, and so is Jan. And Surprise. And these people. So yeah. they, they, you guys are, uh, I, I love you guys um, so much. Thanks. Because of your perspectives on not just... Um, the uh, narrowness of the world. And I feel like a lot of people can get wrapped up in the narrowness. And that could yeah. potentially be why we, we deal with this. But anyway, on my mission, um, I didn't shave every day because I would break out. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I would shave like every two days. <laughs> That's and against the rules, man. I had a little stubble. <laughs> and some, uh, I don't know, some dude and leader in 
Wyoming rubbed my face and told me to shave. And mm-hmm. I told him never to touch me again. Right. It just really, really, he like he popped my bubble. Yeah. My personal bubble. Yeah, yeah. That's just not okay. But I think about that. I think about the old people and how they are, the especially the old men, mm. and how they're grumpy and are set in their ways. Right. And I think, I can't, I think about it almost daily and how maybe I might be going down that same path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, right. We think we know. There, there's some, we've had some experiences and we've, uh, we've lived some lives and we have a point of view and we can be pretty sure of ourselves. And, uh, but also we could be wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> I, do not have a problem being wrong. Yeah. I find that if I'm wrong, that's an opportunity for me to grow, to learn, and to change, to adapt. And it can sometimes be really hard. Yeah. Um, but I've also considered the fact that, like, uh, Jan, you're a teacher. Yeah, I, you, I do. I teach VCU. Yeah. Uh, ceramics. I haven't taught ceramics for a long time. Oh, I actually, okay. I actually teach a class right now. It's called Purpose and Belonging. So I'm, I'm, I'm teaching freshmen uh, uh, how to live in, in a purposeful way and oh find gosh. meaning in the world. Did I not and pick I, the perfect person for this topic then? And I yeah, love this. I love that topic and that conversation, and they love it too. And it's needed. And my. Um, little brag here but my uh I, I you know i have students like hang back and thank me for the class and it's super like humbling and exciting and i don't get really excited when but is your class i mean it just i just finished it on friday oh, for the gosh. semester but what you want to come or something i do i do all right i, I really do i'll let you like I don't know we could work something out but um I just want to sit in i mean i'll wear like um like modern you know it'd be like fine you don't have to do any college of, clothes <laughs> that actually be kind of fun we could go we could wear do a like beanie a, with a little propeller on the top yeah and we can we can cut like a shopping montage where i'll be sitting on the on a chair and then you'll be coming out and <laughs> and trying different things and i'll have like a funny face and, and it'll, yeah anyway, it'll, be, it'll be great um i'm I, yeah. like oh i love listening to college lectures when i drive Oh yeah, I do. I love it, and Oof. I, okay. I'm I'm wildly curious about your class. I love the way you teach. Let me just say, so. I do not lecture really. I probably spend a uh, few ten minutes with a little bit of like wrap up at the end. This class is highly uh, co- um, not collaborative. Well, interactive. It's interactive, and they're talking with each other. Yeah, and so I'm just f- facilitating conversations. I love that. And so, and they don't really care what I have to say, really. They want to hear a little bit from me, but they really want to hear from each other. Of course. And and so, um, and yeah. So that's the magic of the class as they get to talk to each other. It's it's like they're doing all the heavy lifting, but I don't know. I think that's it's a testament to a good teacher, though. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I. Uh, We've we've had I've, I've, I've come of a long training. way and and uh, there's some you know I think about my old self and you know I, there has been progress but um, uh, 
I do teach. I can't remember why you asked me that question. Well, I think we were just... <clears throat> well, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> Bringing it back around. I, I now remember. Um, I get peopled out. Oh, okay. I get peopled out. So yeah. because of what I do for a living, mm. I have to be on. I have to be uh, personable. I have to be kind. Uh, I have had plenty of customers call and be gri like gripe about how I was uh, grumpy with them. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I just don't feel like talking to you right now. I know what the problem is. I just want to deal with it and be done. Um, the older I get, the better I'm able to maintain that on <laughs> that, 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 uh, customer service point. That performance. That per There you go. That <laughs> performance. Um, so, but when I get home, sometimes my wife and I just have, share a few words. Yeah. Kiss, a cuddle. Uh, I eat my cold dinner because <laughs> My family eats at like 4.30, and I get home at 6, 6.30 sometimes. And uh, we sit down, and we watch a couple episodes of Star Trek and then go to bed. And I love being next to my wife, even if we're not having like good, like detailed, in-depth conversations. So we have this, um, we, you know, we catch each other up mm -hmm. on the day. That's nice. And then we... You know, settle in in the Star Trek. Um, the, and, and the Star Trek is the uh, therapy, by the way. So mm, uh, Pop I, culture. There it is. There you go. Pop culture. So I was reading that uh, one of the reasons, oh, maybe not one of the reasons, but uh, it can be therapeutic to watch a, a movie or TV show that you've already seen over and over and over. Mm -hmm. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. So that's Star Trek for us. Yeah. So Star Trek's a big thing. We've already talked about it here. But so, you know, I like <clears throat> we're kind of setting our habits. Mm -hmm. So your routine. We're our routine. Yeah. And we're in bed by like 10 o'clock mm -hmm. at the latest. And I think that that also aids in our inability to my inability to reach out to somebody new and say, hey, do you want to go hang out and yeah. maybe grab a bite? Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I love I'm, being I'm home. Going to bed at 10. Yeah. Yeah. I love being home. I love being with my wife. Mm -hmm. I love seeing my kids, even though at this age, they're totally in their own worlds. Yeah. They come down. My, uh, my oldest loves to come down and say, uh, hi, Dad. Love you. Missed you. Give me a kiss on the head. Love that. Yeah. Uh, my son is in full "fu." I know everything phase, mm. um, <laughs> which is really challenging sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I like being with my family. Yeah. I feel like that partially aids in my inability to reach out to new people. Yeah. Make new friends. Yeah. There's a, there's a bandwidth piece to this. There's a uh, I don't know if this is considered pop culture, but I'm I'm reading this book called um, uh, Four Thousand Weeks, and it's by Oliver Berkman. And he the the title basically tells us uh, how many weeks we have to live. If we live four thousand weeks, we get to about eighty years old, give or take. 
and um, it's this weird book about uh, productivity and but not in the like we got this is how you're able to do, have it all. It's more about like this is how you're able to have what you like really care about, and because we only have so much time on I earth. Think about that. And so, so you know, there it like you know, I the not the other thing on my queue is Atomic Habits, which I haven't gotten to yet. But so I'm kind of curious about the contrast between these two books. But it feels like the other other book is about like this is how you get it all done. This is how you have it all. You have time with your family, and you're you're making money, and you're hanging with your friends, and you're completing your memoir. You know, you're getting it all done, like The Rock. You know, like that level of frenetic. How does he do that? Yeah, that like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. He just well, hit a billion dollars. I'm sure he's he's awesome, but um, but he's but I don't know if I want that life. Uh, I, I can't. Yeah. So so anyway, he does it because it's what. He does. That's who who he is. But anyway, it's um, it it is about bandwidth. Like uh, we only have so much time, and we're doing that cost benefit analysis, mm-hmm. or we're 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 like you know weighing what's how do I want to be spending my time, and you what's know, the trade off? And you right. The trade off is you not being there watching uh, Star Trek with your wife. Instead, you're yeah going out and and uh, hanging with a friend. I mean, I don't know. For me, like, yeah, I think for me, for for it to work for me to have a friend, it's like, who's a morning person who wants to get up at 7 a.m. And, and hang out with me, go mountain biking with me on a Saturday morning? Not that many people. I'll go mountain biking with you on a right, Saturday come on, morning. Let's do this. Really? Oh, for sure. I have a mountain bike. I've only ridden it like seven times. Well, my brother took my mountain bike and made it into a six uh, single speed. Okay, <laughs> we get there's a place we go. You probably actually don't would only need one speed. Okay, all right. Um, but uh, that's the only thing I got right now. <laughs> but right, yeah. So like, <laughs> but you know that that sort of like diminishes your your like time like, you know like I know that my kids want a like a lazy Saturday morning. Yeah. And like they don't need me to be on, and so that's the time when I can be off. Oh. Like like my. My friend who, like, I want to do breathing exercises with people yes. around the... The Wim Hof Method. Oh, man. Don't... We can get... We're, this podcast will be three hours if I start talking about breathing. I am... Um, I love watching your updates, but I don't know that... Like, that, too, is time that I don't know yeah. that I'm willing to set aside. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, like, wildly curious about your 30-minute thing. Right. That you uh, posted on social media. So Yeah. I mean, I can. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're way off topic now. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way I can I can segue back into. Um, uh, I mean, well, I guess that's another. Yeah, that's an example of something that this is something that I want to do that I've found time to do. And I have to do it, you know, when the kids are in bed. I have to do it. Like I have younger kids, and so, yeah. um, I don't like. And your house is about the same size as ours. It it's may a small look house. different, but it's a yeah. small house. Yeah, so two bedroom. Where, where do you? That's well, I guess technically. Garage door. We're always going out for another ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so I guess I do, we, we have a little bit more space. I've got this space out here, which uh -huh. is separate from the garage, but where do you do, where do you find the space to do it? So, I mean, the breathing thing is a pretty simple thing that you could fit, like, you could fit it into your life. Like, you just go downstairs on the couch and put headphones on, and, and you're just doing your thing. Okay. Like, you don't have to, it, you don't have to have stuff. It, it's essentially just like saying, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go take a 30-minute walk or, uh, you know, do some, some quick calisthenics um, or yoga for 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, but this is even easier. Like, all you're, I'm going to do is sit down and breathe mm. in an intentional way. And um, it, the, oh, man, the Wim Hof, Wim Hof method to me is, like, it is a high. Really? Like, um like the way, the, like the way you're able to do it, it's uh, like you feel like a rush. Uh, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. And I've, I've like worked my way up to be able to hold my breath for longer than three minutes. Really? Oh my gosh. And I haven't been super disciplined. I've probably been doing it like once a week for the really? year. Really? Like once a week? Yeah, generally. But there's also other breathing. It's less intense. Like, that's sort of an intense experience. Something that's more, uh, it's, uh, it's more calming and relaxing. It's called coherence breathing. And it's, uh, it's, there's this ideal cadence that people have figured out based on, like, um, this is a huge tangent, everybody. Sorry, but I'm almost done. <laughs> um, uh, but it's, I'm curious about this, so. But it's... Um, it so it's looked at the all these different different disciplines from like the east like uh shinto and um uh um in india and and sort of those yogic practices and and even like sort of like medieval catholic and and they've figured out that like a lot of these prayers or chants or, or things have a certain sort of breath cadence to them. And I guess the magic number is 5.5 seconds. So 5.5 seconds inhale and 5.5 seconds exhale. Wow. And so there's this uh, coherent breathing that you can do. We have this device that costs a little bit of money and you hook it to your earlobe and it measures your heart rate in a really specific uh, detailed way and it will tell you when your heart is in coherence or when it's out of coherence and so you're breathing in this way and it's giving you this feedback so that you can um, get into the the green which is do you have the device I didn't bring it but it's a it's yeah. at home but yeah of we, course. we do it yeah we have the device we've only had it for it's like an early Christmas present for my wife and I actually oh, so cool. so we've been working our on our coherence and scoring and and doing all this stuff but it gives you this um real time like when you're in coherence and um that that feedback it's pretty cool one of the recommendations is if you're feeling out of coherence like if you're in the blue or the red start like thinking about your heart and start thinking of a happy memory, like think about your kid. I saw you mention that. Or think about these things, and then yeah. and then it's wild. The the uh, your your coherence will goes back into the green. Okay. And you can. I am so curious about this. It's wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's and then at the end of it, you just feel super relaxed and calm, um, and 
It's it's something super simple, and that um, what I the coherence breathing takes ten minutes. That's awesome. I'm in. I'm in. Hundred percent. But I but, I want to do get weird and and do it over Zoom and have this sort sort of shared experience with with, with one or multiple people. Whoever. Um, count me in. Let's do it. Okay. I'm gonna do it. Um, and, and that way you don't have to like y- you can say Chas, we're gonna pause Star Trek for ten minutes. She has no problem with that. <laughs> or she can come too. And um, uh, but yeah, it doesn't have to be like a big thing. Yeah. Well, what I like about this space that I've got out here is it's it it is quiet. And even though I've got like you know records and music like you know yeah. audio video set up, it is it is still like it doesn't have to be on. And when it's off, uh, it is extremely quiet and peaceful. And I really enjoy that about this space. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's set apart. It's it like is. it's like this separate thing. Mm-hmm. It it does it. It helps me kind of separate. But I can't think we're way, way off topic, Jen. I love talking to you about all kinds of stuff. It's so fun. Uh, so I think um, I'm going to set a goal for myself and that I'm going to make a new friend uh, in 2022. All right. 2022, new friend. I want to make a new friend. And keep them. And keep them. Them. Keep them. He or she. He or she. Oh, <laughs> or is oh. it going to be a dude? But no, no, it doesn't have to be a dude. I was talking to my wife <laughs> uh-huh. about this. Um, a few, <laughs> here comes the moped. <laughs> I was talking to my wife about this. <laughs> Love that moped. <laughs> I would, I'd be doing the same thing if I were him. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could get off topic so bad right now. Um, so, uh, I don't have anybody to watch scary movies with. Mm. Do you watch horror movies? I, it's not something that I really... I know. Yeah. I... I, There's the garage door. Um, (laughs) I don't get to watch scary movies. Chas hates them. Yeah. Um, they give her nightmares. And I started watching them because I got a glimpse of boobs. Oh. (laughs) I know what's going to be in this show. Right. Yeah. It's a scary movie. There's gonna be some yeah. dip or some side boob or something. Yeah. You know, I want it. And yeah. uh so I got into like you know, I had to like if it was too scary, I started thinking about um the oh wait, this is way off topic. <laughs> I started thinking about like the, 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 the actors acting. Okay. You know, so yeah. if it was like really creepy, I was like, Oh my gosh, like there's cameras just outside yeah. of this field of view. And these actors are acting. So, like, then it was able to help me calm me down. Anyway, hmm. so I have a friend. Yeah, You know her, Nicole Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. Nicole likes scary movies, too. Okay. And I was telling Chas, like, on our way down to um, uh, family's house for uh, Thanksgiving that uh, I wanted I want to watch scary movies and that uh, Nicole was the only one willing to watch them with me. And... I was like, but I know that, like, I don't want that to make things weird because, you know, she's a girl and I'm yeah. a guy. And Chas was like, uh, like, you're not going to sleep with her. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, she's, she's a friend. She's a, a, a platonic friend and somebody who I admire and respect and really enjoy being with. And, and Chas is secure about your relationship. I'm not going. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I love you, Nicole. 
like you've been on the podcast before. So thank you. I love you. We're going to watch some scary movies. Mm -hmm. But that's a relationship that I can cultivate, even though like I, Nicole and I are good buds, but like I don't send Nicole a text and be like, hey, you want to come over and watch a movie? Mm -hmm. Well, they just had a baby too. So you know, oh. there's, there, there's that aspect of it too. But, you know, um, I like the, the idea that it doesn't have to be a, a, a you know, same gender yeah. friendship. And I think that, that we need to acknowledge that uh, uh, those friendships and relationships are just as important as, like, you know, men on men friendships or whatever you call it. <laughs> men on men. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the, a, the, the famous men on men friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Though. Like, yep. you know, because, uh, you know, Chas was going to hang out with a dude. I, I am wildly jealous. Okay. Yeah. Crazy jealous. <laughs> she, I, I would have a hard time with her yeah. hanging out with a hetero dude. <laughs> Just friends. <laughs> I would. I would. Yeah. So, it was like one on one. Yeah. Like yeah. if they go to a movie. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, you just work through it. Like I guess you I just talk, talk talk about it, and yeah. I hope you know. I'm sure that that gets figured out. Chas is way more woke than I am. Like she is way <laughs> more like. Yeah. Um. Okay. You know. Right, just one of those things. It just doesn't. It's not. It's a non-issue. Right. Anyway, that's my goal for this year: make a new friend. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I'm gonna do the Wim Hof method with you, or whatever it is that you're doing for the Zoom thingy. Okay. I'm gonna do I'll, it. I'll. Uh, w w we can. We can set something up. That'd be fun. Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, yeah. It is. A, it is a goal of mine to like. I mean, for me, I don't know if it's so much about a new friend like i think just cultivating my current friendships and maybe just you know i think about the time the, the amount of time i've seen with people um and maybe i want to maybe make a bigger uh comment about loneliness and isolation oh my gosh i wanted to talk about that because it is like um it actually hurts us like physically it does like it, it affects our health and there's like studies comparing it to smoking and mm. and um uh you know life expectancy in fact i i did sort of get some bring some notes if we want to talk about like some of the studies uh some of the quotes from a study but um I'm, I'm <clears throat> but yeah it's it's uh, i'm interested I, w I would like to know some notes i'm feeling isolated and i'm feeling like i would like to have deeper friendships and and how and and uh and you know how that looks and what that looks like i'm not sure but um you know i only like will check in with a friend uh like in fact i'd say my closest friend right now is is a person really far away that we marco polo probably every other day oh wow which is awesome and that's great and uh and, and jared clark do you remember jared did you oh, meet yeah. him i love jared yep so so great beard yeah he's uh, he has yeah strong beard genes <laughs> um but uh uh yeah so w he you know he's in a he's he's a dad uh 
lots of kids, not lots You're of kids. You're in Utah now, right? Uh-huh. And they're, and you know, his his wife's a midwife, so I hear about like oh. he's holding it down while she's like out, like yeah, saving lives. Midnight. Yeah, and, and all sorts, you know, yeah. and like back to back, and the uh-huh. one midwife's sick, and anyway, mm. so you know, he's he's like tr- trying to figure it out, and 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 that's uh, it's it's thing, but um. Yeah, my goal is to be more intentional with uh, the relationships I already have. So, like, I want to have these shared experiences, and the breathing thing is something I want to do, and I want to, uh, and I'm excited that you you would like to do that too. But like, yeah, being active and um, you know, with with the bike, being in nature, even just hanging and listening to the stereo is like that's the so thing. Is like, fun. I I want to share this right with people. And therefore, I want to invite friends over to kind of enjoy that, like, sound that I've been chasing for so long. Yeah. And I know you've been working on the Wim Hof method, and I look at it, and I'm like, that sounds really neat. Yeah. And I and I want to share that with you, too, you know. It's, I, I mean, it's fun. It's weirdly intimate, you know. It's, yeah. it's um like, you're, like... I don't, you know th- that that's a shared experience that's that I think is pretty cool, and um, uh, you know it's it's uh not a lot of people are open to it. I'm finding. Well, I mean, just think about it. When you go out to, let's just start out super simple. Let's say you want to do a cooking class, right? That's weirdly intimate. Yeah. You know, you're having to let your guard down. And accept teaching from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's bump it up a, a notch and say that you're interested in um, a martial art. Mm-hmm. And you go to the dojo. Yeah, and that's physically intimate. It's physically intimate, but it's also emotionally intimate because you also then have to accept the fact that this person knows more than you. Yeah. And then they're teaching you. And then they're touching you. And so there's mm-hmm. like this intimacy. Not sexual intimacy, but intimacy where you're you are receiving instruction physically and you know um, educationally, like whatever you call it, like verbally, verbally. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um. So yeah, like I get it, and I feel like like our ability to um uh, look past those barriers can help us. There's a humility in that. There, that's it. Humility. And I really like that, that you mentioned the uh, loneliness and isolation of, 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 of the lack of friends. And I I love it. We don't hang out nearly enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, fully and thoroughly. I'm glad enough. you think so because I feel the same way. <laughs> I love I love it when we hang out. I love the conversations we have. And I knew you, I just knew this was the best. You were the best person to have this discussion with. Yeah. Um, so Likewise, I'm, like I feel the same way, and um, you know, you know, when I ha- when we're, when I'm having this experience, it's like, why don't I do this more? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that maybe you you hit the nail on the head with like cultivating the relationships that we currently have, is those that we have that spark with every time we hang out. It's like, wow, we should do this again instead of perhaps seeking out new friendships. Right. It's kind of like dating, I suppose. Maybe hmm. you date somebody new and you get that new thrilling feeling of that new person. Yeah. And it's kind of fun until you're yeah. like, 
uh, her tear ducts are weird shaped and she's got bow legged thighs and I can't <laughs> hang out with her anymore. Right. <laughs> so, you know. Right. Well, and yeah, you know, actually, I had a family Zoom right before this and uh, I was. I was like, I have to cut it short. I'm going to a podcast. I was like, ooh, you know. A family Zoom, like your your extended yeah, family? One of the benefits of COVID for us has been every week I get together with, like, the fa- yeah, like my, my mom and, and sisters. And we, we have, even we have a Sunday Zoom like every, every at, at 3 o'clock every Sunday. But, um, but there, yeah, my sister brought up that same analogy of dating it's like you're dating your like a friend like you have to have that awkward like i like you yeah i'd like to spend more time with you would you like to go in this thing with me (laughs) yeah and uh and it feels extra weird when you're 45 and uh you know hoping that they like you too yeah you know but i think also and i may have mentioned this before but um Part of that is, uh, I know that um, at least I think you and uh, Andrea, 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 are still wildly in love with each other, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. I love thinking about my wife, and I can't wait to get home to her, right? And I'm still excited to talk to her about all kinds of things. In fact, uh, we're getting ready. She just sent me a note said we have to leave in thirty minutes, um, so we've got uh, we got to wrap this up soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going out to a dinner tonight, yeah. and I'm excited about it because I get to spend time with my wife. We get to dress up, we get to go out and experience some new yummy foods, right? And have a good night. And so I love coming home. So I'm like my wife is such a big part of who I am now, right? That. Um, and trying to like make new friends is like the last thing on my mind. But there are those times that I feel like a little lonely. That even though that she's always there for me, yeah. but it's a different type of loneliness. I think it is important to put out that you know just because you know you feel lonely doesn't necessarily mean your partner is not enough you know like yeah. it is okay to still have someone who is there for you that you love and support and you f- and is supporting you but still like miss that platonic yeah. uh, friendship and that's okay too that's awesome thank you jen i think we're going to have to call it uh a night we can right. talk for another two hours on this yeah bring me back for something else i'm i'm excited i i really appreciate you oh yeah um, this has been wonderful i can't wait to have you back i i like i knew i wanted to have you on this and now i can't wait to have you back again <laughs> uh so for those of you who've listened thank you we love you um give us your thoughts and feelings even though nobody has in the past on the past episodes <laughs> let's, let's hear it see what you got to say uh thank you jan love you Love you too, man. We'll see you next time. See ya.